Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Like, do we get, do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna Go. just riff, riff it. Oh shit, it's the nostalgic front. A podcast from Patrick and Reem. Oh fuck, I'm interrupting the song again. That's cool. I uh, hate uh, Money's episode. Very fun. We played that uh, playable characters episodes we did. That was great. Uh, today, for the fun science, uh, because the world is still done, uh, we are going to do another weird thing. We're going to play an episode of uh, our friend John Balancini, uh, 80s baby, you guys might know him from there, uh, the 1994 podcast. Uh, he had a podcast for a little while called Small Screen Casualties. And for an even smaller amount of time, it was called Pilot Inspector. And Reem and I were on the very first episode uh, in uh, December 2006. Now, this episode is very fun. It's cool. It's fun to listen to. We discuss uh, this television show called, like, Angora Napkin. And then we also discuss a cartoon, the pilot of The Simpsons. So it's kind of like that. You know, he ex- John explains it in the beginning, what happens. But this episode is really what spurred Reem into begging me to finally start a podcast. Uh, I know you guys, I've talked about it on the show before, I had so many failed podcasts in the past, I didn't want to do another podcast, but we were funny on this, we had a good time, we love each other, so we were like, alright, fucking we'll do it. And so I think it was like three months after this is when we started uh, recording episodes that became the Nostalgic Front. I don't know if you guys can hear that, but there are possibly gunshots, definitely loud noises happening right outside my apartment at this moment, so Godspeed. Uh, but anyways, so, and listen to a wonderful fun size, which is actually an episode of Small Screen Casualties, which is currently, in this episode, referred to as Pilot Inspector. Thank you so much. Pilot Inspector. He was a Pilot Inspector. She was a Pilot Inspector. My dog's a Pilot Inspector So if you like pilots And you like inspectors Come on with me and be a Pilot Inspector Welcome to Pilot Inspector. I'm your host, John Bilancini. You just heard that theme song, which is uh, Kevin Froelich's. He recorded that. A good friend, great comedian. You can check out other things he's done at kfcomedy.com. Thanks so much for that, Kevin. So this is the pilot episode of Pilot Inspector. And the idea behind this podcast is that every two weeks, we're going to take a look at two pilots. The first pilot we're going to look at never got picked up, and the second pilot is going to be a pilot for what turned into be turned out to be a popular show, or at least a show that aired, you know, for more than one episode. With that, I'm going to bring my guests in. Uh, today, I have with me Brandon Ream. Hey, hi, Brandon. How are you? I'm I'm doing good. Thanks for coming by, and Patrick Hasty. Whoa, hey, hi everybody. Hey, John. Hey, Brandon. Hey, guys. Hey, um, Patrick. Hi. So I really wanted to have Patrick and, and Reem on for this first one because I feel like they have a good dy- dynamic, and we want to get this off to a, a rip-roaring start. We have so. a great dynamic. Yep. You might even <laughs> refer to yourselves as, I don't know, like dynamic duos? Oh, ooh, we are dynamic duos. Who are you, Batman or Robin? Uh, Batman. Yeah, I'm Robin. <laughs> old tight-ass red suit running around. 
<laughs> well, they're <clears throat> trapeze in my ass across the stage with my dead parents. Ooh, they all have they all have pretty tight suits on. That's true. Also, you you did sort of create a binary there, so you were kind of stuck with Robin after he yeah, picked Batman. Exactly. I can, you say Robin, I'm like I'm gonna be Alfred. Like then that just sucks. <laughs> they're a dynamic duo. Also, nobody ever mentions that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be Batman and I'll be Calendar Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So why not? Um. So Alfred yeah, th- was a better cook. I'm sorry. That's true. Then Robin? I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Robin, I bet, microwaved a lot, a lot of, of eggs, but other than that. Ooh. Mm. I heard the Batmobile lost its wheel. Did you guys, <laughs> guys hear about that? Yeah, that's how the Joker got it. It's in the shop right <laughs> that's now. That's the damnedest thing. That's how Dark Knight 2 ended. <laughs> that's a, that is appropriate that we, we're talking about that because it is the Christmas season, mm-hmm. and it is the uh, reason that I picked one of the pilots we're going to be watching because, to my knowledge, it's the only pilot that is also a Christmas episode, and that's ah. um, Simpsons Roasting on an Open Fire. Yeah, it's a great one. We watched that. Yep, we watched that. We also watched something called Angora Napkin. Yes. And I'm going to put a link in the description of this to be able to watch that in case you haven't seen it. And I'm also going to you know, tweet about it beforehand and talk about it on my other podcast so that you can hopefully catch it ahead of time. But uh, Angora Napkin is um, something that I did not enjoy at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know how the two of you felt about it. I, I liked it. I, I, I didn't it. love it. That's for damn sure. There's a lot of is- issues with it. But I thought it, was, I thought it was serviceable. I thought it was fun. Yeah, it was, it was a disposable cartoon, I yeah. guess, as cartoons go. I want to say real quick, John. I uh, I was feel a little uh, confused. I thought we were gonna, the pilot inspector. I thought we were going to come in here and really discuss what happened and what went down on September 11, 2001, and the acts of those pilots getting their licenses down in Florida at the you know the King Pilot School and whatnot. <laughs> That's my so, fault. I didn't oof, give you context. Yeah, I I feel like I got a little sandbasted blasted here. <laughs> you did a little bit. Yeah, I sandbagged you. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. But that's fine because. And, and I, I thought it was like just a. Uh, birthday party that got mixed up because normally i'm used to cakes getting lit you know <laughs> cool yeah yeah there we go all right <laughs> that's that that's that old uh, dynamic duo back together that's right heck yeah the duo of dynamics yeah. which is also a show that kevin Froelich co-hosts oh it always goes back to kevin Froelich on this podcast. Yeah, everything in this life and on all of my podcasts and media i produce go back to kevin Froelich eventually yeah. mm-hmm. so um Angora Napkin. It's a Canadian show. Yes. And I looked up a little bit of information, and also, if the two of you did, feel free to chime in. Uh, it's based on a comic book, and this particular pilot aired in 2009, and it's, um, it's a Canadian show, mm-hmm. which to me was not readily apparent, but it is a Canadian show. And interestingly enough, the theme song, the opening theme song, and one of the songs in the episode were both written by Lisa Marr. Uh, the show is great. The show's about these three ladies in this band called uh, uh, Angora Butterfly. What's the name of the show? Angora Napkin. Angora Napkin. That, yeah. They're a band. It's like it's kind of like, uh, think about like uh, uh, Powerpuff Girls or something like that. It's like you got these three protagonist uh, ladies. Uh, the ladies all have their own like uh, archetype, uh, but then they're also in this like kind of cool punk band. And the music, yeah, it's it's uh, Cub. Yeah, it's who, Cub. Have you guys like Mint Records like from the the drummer? Mallory, the dumb girl in the, that never talks on the show, she plays the drummer in mm-hmm. the band. The real drummer on these songs is Nico Case. No kidding. Like, isn't that ridiculous? And yet, it's huh. this weird little dumb show. Yeah. But, like, Mint Records is great. Like, the music it, was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, when the music starts, you're like, like, literally, you're yeah. kind of like, and oh, the videos okay. were cool. Yeah. That went with it. 
They should have done more than one an episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, uh, the way we're going to do this is that the three of us are going to watch the episode with the volume down, and mm-hmm. we're going to talk about what we're seeing. So if you're listening to this and you happen to have access to a computer, then you can also watch along if you want. Yeah, just drop in, hit play, and let it rock. And so, <coughs> no, I'm just kidding. What if I'm dying? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure what you were doing there. So weird. Sometimes it starts off as a bit, sometimes not. So uh, we're going to get this started, and we'll... Go from there. And hopefully you won't hear too much of this, <laughs> because I don't think we can legally do this. So. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the music's red as hell. Uh, uh, I was, that was what really kind of blew me away right off the bat. I was like, oh, this is going to be good. And then, I mean, I don't know. What do you guys think? You guys seem to not enjoy it as much. I liked the music, but that was basically the only thing about this I liked. Yeah. I just felt like it was so disjointed, and the fact that it, it was supposed to be... Um, a pilot mm-hmm. and didn't sort of introduce you to the universe at all. It was it was just so incredibly random that I just didn't care for that at all. Well, one that oh. uh, go ahead. Oh, uh, I, th- I mean, I thought it was all right. Yes, the, the jokes there are a lot of miss. Yeah, oh man, <laughs> jokes yeah. miss a lot. I also I had thought. no, I had no idea how old they were supposed to be. Yeah, that was a little weird. Old enough to look that, at their boobs. We can yeah, well, they, they, the boobs are like. There's a lot of sexualization of the boobies in this. Yeah, they, and the they, butt crack. they play mm-hmm. they play um, a primary role in the storylines. Yeah, and it's one of those things. Like if this was on Adult Swim, you probably I mean it would still be very weird the amount of boobs play in this. But you would be like, oh, that makes sense. But like I kind of went into it thinking it was going to be like a Cartoon Networky type. Yeah, show. me too. And like more of like a you know in the afternoon show, and I was like, oh shit, this gets. But this kind of stuff, like, right now they, they cut to a scene of Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I like that they That's do... movie's public domain, isn't it? Yeah, it is, so. yeah. Uh, well, but we have no idea why they're in this cabin watching... Well, that's but see, that's the thing that... Because the zombies yeah, are outside. Yeah, there are zombies <laughs> outside. <laughs> that's why they're in the cabin. There is a thing, though, that I And want... one of the... Right now, already, one of them's grabbing mm-hmm. her boobs. She's being fond of... And the boobs just, like, perk up a lot. Yeah. Um, they are supposed to be in their 20s, which yeah. I, I found out later. But the, uh... it was really weird to me, because I thought these are, like, little teenagers or something. And yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of boob play going on. The uh, um, I kind of wonder though because like this says at the beginning of this is chapter four or number four or whatever, and so it's kind of like I think they specifically didn't start at the beginning. I wonder though about shows like remember like Ed Ed and Eddie. Mm-hmm. I wonder if its pilot really did a lot of like world you know creating, right? Or if it just kind of jumps into a story because if you had been watching the show for three years. You already know the world. You know what's happening. So yeah. I wonder if that's kind of what they did with the pilot. This was like just like, the fifth episode. There's a thing. Yeah, there's a thing. We're going to do really that music. Much world needs no. built when it's just girls in a band and now they're doing this. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. Which is what both episodes did. That's kind of what I like about it, too. just yeah. dropped you off in the middle of it. Yeah. And no, that's, that's it's true. Like, um, I really like the joke of the of like how uh, uh, Beatrice and Molly, like they have like very well-defined characters. But then like, the other one, Ma- uh, Mallory, Mallory, just goes down. Because, yeah. like, it's that same archetype of, like, uh, 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 remember the ugly one on, home, oh, yeah, on Team yeah, Girl yeah. Squad? Mm-hmm. Or, like, uh, yeah, yeah, all big fa- fans of Hamilton. And Peggy. That She's a real Ann Peggy. Right. Um, <laughs> she's she's just the, the leftover one, the disposable one. Yeah, yeah. And th- I think that's a, funny, uh, that's a funny joke that they really use a lot, and I think they do well with. There was another thing about this that they did not name all of the characters yeah. until eight minutes in yeah yeah that's a bummer uh, you don't learn beatrice's name until eight minutes and in. it's a little confusing which i guess if you were a fan of the con oh that, this is great <laughs> but before that her boobs got a boner sound effect mm, when good. the gun showed up yeah the gun showed up and then yeah 
They, they're this, currently fighting off zombies, which haven't completely gotten into the cabin they're in yet. But what I love is that the, uh, uh, Molly and Beatrice are just having this argument or like conversation about trying to remember the name of this certain actor. Oh yeah, Lauren Green, and it's Lauren Green, the goof. Just such a random reference, and they're talking about how hot he is. Yeah, but I googled it. He's a Canadian. He's Canadian. Yeah, yeah so that's I, where I, I picked from. that up too. But I was just like the fucking dude. For I literally googled it, and my first thought was, I was like, well, they must be talking about the Fox you think News he's analyst related to Red Green. <laughs> oh, he probably is. Yeah, I, I, I can assume they're brothers, right? I yeah, mean, most it's likely. Canada. Lauren and Lauren and uh, Red all run around growing up together during the Dust Bowl and stuff. Also, um, there's a Necronomicon on the yeah, table. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Evil Dead. See, I love, I love that kind of stuff. I love, like, there's a lot of little... Basically, the only thing about this show I was not on board with, besides a couple dipshit jokes, is the weird boob play. Yeah, um, it's... That's super... That's such a weird... That's an animation choice. overused. It's all and everybody it's, talked about on the YouTube comments. Was it really? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they it's... Have a, video for each individual it's show. it's mm-hmm. nuts but i did love i like this i like how it's like oh the power of rock and roll is what's gonna fight these zombies off and yeah. then they're like all right and the, <laughs> the thing they do here where they so they find out the power of rock and roll can get rid of these zombies so, so much like, butt action there and the, they're always poking the boobs too. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah but i just like how they make mallory go out to the car the the quiet one the, the one that doesn't talk they make her go out to the the van or whatever to get the stuff so she just go fight the zombies and then they're like, oh, shit, no, never mind, it's over here. <laughs> and it's just like... It's in the corner. Yeah, the totally no, do not care about her personal well-being or safety at all. Uh, it's did you guys, funny. did you catch the the lesbian Girl Scout joke that Mm-mm. they made? Because at the beginning, uh, Mallory calls Molly a, a good Girl Scout leader. And then she's like, and you're going to spend a long, hot weekend eating brownies. Whoa. So right, there's right a at couple, that point, I was like, okay, this is more mature than I thought there's, it was. Yeah, there's a, in a little bit, there's a real dirty joke, too, that's coming up. There's a uh, weird menopause joke that shows yeah. up. Oh, yeah. And oh, then it, yeah. During their fist fight, yeah. In the video game style. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's cool. That reminds me a lot of, like, uh, I feel like they, they were, like, very, I don't know, because I didn't Google that stuff, but I feel like they were influenced a lot by, what's that one? Uh Scott Pilgrim versus the Universe. Yeah, I, could I feel see like that. there's a lot of that. It was a cross between that. Also, there was some Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As well. Um, I wonder if it's a thing where like the, the animators... very Ren right there yeah. with her hand up, like uh, you know, attacking Ren style. The creators got another show that's called like something like uh, the world. Uh, the world's been better since I found my butt, or something like that. And the animation looks exactly the same. It's as if they just you know the, whoever animates for them has one style and that's okay. what they use. Yeah. I think that they, the creators are both um they're comic book artists. So yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. And so when they're a comic book artist, the boob play they maybe it's literally one of those things where they're like, well we haven't animated for TV that much. So like the boob play to them might not seem a lot because when you do a comic book you don't do that, you know? They like, might just they're be like figuring this, it out. Like sorry. maybe a month in it would be Plus different. They're, they're introducing the second song. Oh yeah, yeah, now. this song rules. They uh this is uh I know the name of this. I have it here somewhere. Uh, fuck. I have lots of notes, folks. Um, this is a song that involves chinchillas? Yeah, this is called Chinchilla. That is actually the name of it. Uh, but yeah, it's just crazy how this is... And this is from, like, 93 also. Is it? It's when this album came out. Yeah. Oh, the album, yeah. This yeah, is yeah, when okay. Nico Case played drums for them. She didn't play for drums for in the, the, their next three albums. Uh, but that's when she started doing her own solo stuff. I don't actually know a ton about Cub. I I mostly know them because of New York City. Well, I yeah, just know. I mean, after yeah. October, you're really not a Cub fan at all. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I just know. Uh, I'm from Cleveland. In case you didn't catch that. I just know Mint Records because uh, there's these uh, Jay Arner is a band I really like, and Energy Slime. Well, Jay Arner is a dude, and then Energy Slime are these bands uh, I really like, and they're on Mint Records, and so like 
like two months ago, I had gone through like all the bands on Mint Records. What kind and of records? Liked them. Mint Records, oh. as opposed to a Peppermint Record. Oh, they must have a pretty good uh, resale value. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Uh, because they're mint. Yeah. I got you. Okay. <laughs> uh, I love you so much. Okay, now they kill. They killed all the zombies with the power of metal, or maybe no. What happened? Oh, oh those they, nipples! They are... made a run for it. Like, the, there's no way the animator. All the isn't... zombies are stuck inside. Whoever's animating this is whacking off consistently. <laughs> we're we're coming up to the most blatant use of boobs yeah. in this. Um, they're, right now, they're they're still um they not entirely in danger necessarily. This is the thing I didn't they like. Change size like Megatron. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. constantly. She has tiny little yeah. boobs, and then they're huge and. This is the thing I don't like is that... Beatrice's boobs are constantly changing size and shape. Right around here is when uh, Molly... No, Beatrice kind of like... Because there's like this weird like anti-feminist thing here where she's like, we need a man to save us. And it's one of those things where I couldn't figure out is that tongue-in-cheek and then this is supposed to be like a positive feminist two ladies, but then they're horny as fuck all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, that could be looked at as feminist, but that could also be looked at sexualizing. And so I, I was... That's one of the things that really turned me off here. Was I was very confused. This is when I finally found out they were Canadian. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Canadian military shows up. When the military up. shows up, and like Canada geez. has a military, they do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. They got Air Force and everything. They have over thirty paper airplanes. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, this is like also just super horny. Like what? Is, like he, she says, she something. just sees a guy and wants to do him immediately. Yeah, she says, "I'm like, I want to uh, explore some new territory." And he's like, are you asking if we want to have sex? And she's like, no, I just meant, do you want to go explore Oshawa? <laughs> it's like so many weird little Canadian references. Surrey. They talk about a Surrey nickel or something. That's really weird. This is one of my favorite parts right here. Oh, yeah. This is incredibly oh, yeah. violent. With that guy creeping right there. And he oh, <laughs> just and, eats his head. Yeah. Anytime you get a good head monster. Oh, and then grab her butt sh- like yeah. flexed before it got grabbed. I have. I am rock hard. <laughs> That's bound to happen. Yeah. Now they're they're fighting all the all of a sudden they're really good that at was fighting zombies. Video game reference. Oh yeah, yeah. Getting fifty points for each zombie. Mm-hmm. They do a, they do a good job with that, especially yeah. if I, they had fighting skills like this. Why do they even bother playing music? Yeah, yeah. they didn't really need it. I really think Under, that. Oh, oh, and then boy. there it is. Now she her boobs perk up and she just rips the front of her shirt off and yeah. she starts shaking her boobs. She's out. flashing all of the zombies and they're all seemingly on board for it. Yeah, they're they're pumping their fists right now. Yeah, and there was a a. Pair of lips that just I got think licked. You might be able to see pussy. Yeah, I just, I just noticed that. I did not see that the first time through, cool. but you can definitely see under yeah, her skirt. Jeebus. Uh, man, yeah. This, this was is... a this was a random choice, by the way. Yeah, I, I, feel, I, I knew I... nothing about this. I just wanted to pair The Simpsons with yeah. another animated show. It's a real bummer that I bet if they would have maybe, I mean, and maybe who knows? I don't know what they've done, but yeah. this I think there is a lot of interesting story to tell with these characters in that could be a good cartoon. I think that this just wasn't necessarily the best way to do the plot. Like, the the boob stuff, really the boob stuff just sinks it. I even would, if you want this yeah. to be like a late night. Yep. Like, even like if you want it to be like, what was that? The Duck Show? Remember? Duck Man? Duck Man. Even mm-hmm. if you wanted it to be like that, like this is a little too risque uh, for that. This is an abrupt weird ending. It's mm. also not used in a clever way. Mm-mm. You're right, yeah, it just kind of ends. Yeah. They, like I was saying, they remind oh, me... Oh, and they're fucking the dude in the cockpit? The, 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 I was just saying, the boobs remind me of Wade the Duck's inner tube from US Acres on the Garfield and Friends show. Yeah. Where they, they're they kind of just like... They have their own personality. They do. You can watch it. Like, they're mood ring boobs. Yeah, like my like, favorite... Beatrice is my... expressive. 
You know? Beatrice is my favorite uh, member of Angora Sweetheart. What's it called? Angora, Angora Napkin. Yeah, but oh. uh, Molly's boobs are my I had a, uh, <laughs> I had a Fangora Napkin. I just used it to pick up fake blood. Nice. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, uh, so the, also the way this, this episode is structured is that it's two, basically two shorts. Two, yeah, two. Yeah. So we just finished the first one, and, and Reem is right. It just kind of ends with this medallion shooting all these zombies up in the air into a pile. Yeah. I can see I can I still and then they move on. I'm still on board. I still think this uh, other than the boobs literally other than the boobs boob stuff uh I think it's I think it's a pretty interesting thing less, I would like to see less more from boob them. play. Um, uh more music and better jokes. Yeah. Yeah, the, and, and the the way they they don't even really play the sexualized stuff for good laughs. Yeah. It's what, just kind of there. I think I wanted to say was so okay, so we've got these characters, right? Uh, the Beatrice, uh, if you recognize her voice, she is uh, Lydia from the Beetlejuice yep, cartoon. I wrote that down, too. Aww. She's also fucking Rogue from the X-Men She's cartoon. Jubilee. So was Gambit. Jubilee, Jubilee. She's Jubilee yeah. from the X-Men. Yeah. What? Oh, fucking Rogue. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean... Damn it. Uh, <laughs> my, my misstep made a good joke. No, she, uh, yeah, nah. she's, she was Jubilee in, yeah. the, in the original X-Men cartoon. Yeah, and then... Uh, uh, okay, well, in the next one, there's also a pretty cool pop-up here in the next... In the next uh, okay, short. So to set up the second part, uh, they start. They're on a plane, totally. and they're just going from there. Starting, they're on a plane, and I think when I was watching this the first time and taking notes, I completely missed this because I had no idea how they ended up on the island. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, did you think it was all one cohesive story? No, I didn't think it was one oh. cohesive story. But the the first thing I saw was was then the, uh, Beatrice on yeah. the sand of a deserted island, which we're about to get to in a moment. Yeah, because they they start banging around in the cockpit with the captain and the dang thing goes down. Yep, there it goes. See, I totally missed that, yeah. the little Chapter interstitial. 10. This is called Go Fish. Yeah. It's like as confusing as when I watched New Hope as a kid. Like, <laughs> episode four? What? What's this mean? Also, the animation is a little different. Like, mm-hmm. all three of them look different in this one, which I kind of, I, again, I love that. So, it starts off, she's on the beach. Beatrice is on the beach. We, we haven't seen Mallory and Molly yet. Mm-mm. And she's trying to... She's very hungry, mm-hmm. so she starts... And not just for wiener, like usually. Yeah, right? no, no, yeah, actual food, food this time. She starts uh, hallucinating that the fish is offering her sushi right now, and then there's just a, a cow out. Who, oh, golly, that's a... Cow who rips the burger out of his stomach. That's horrific. Um, but yeah, yeah she's at least just, cook it. This <laughs> is right. a real Robinson Crusoe, a real castaway situation where she's kind of fucked and hungry. Um... No volleyball around. <laughs> and she's also fishing. And she just catches something. And this is one of the most disgusting things, I think, in the entire episode. She caught a dolphin, or so she thinks right now. And nope, what? it's a dolphin who has a person's body. What's disgusting about Oh, that? when uh, right now when she rips the hook out and just a big yeah, chunk of his nose comes out. Or he rips the hook out. Yeah. Uh, the good dolphin. She does. There's, there it is. Oh, gross. Oh, God, that's so bad. All that meat goes flying. Yeah, a whole bunch of blubber just goes flying. It's definitely not dolphin safe. It's not. (laughs) The the dolphin, the voice of the dolphin, uh, y'all remember that movie Mean Girls? Sure do. It's Coach Carr. Oh, no kidding. Who's like, sex is bad. That dude, that's the voice. He's just obviously just a Vancouver or Toronto actor who's like, oh, I'm going to be in this movie. You didn't like that movie Mean Girls. You didn't? No, they weren't. uh, I didn't think those girls were average at all. (laughs) (laughs) I see what you're saying. (laughs) Yep. You would have preferred a median girls, right? Yeah, that's true. Okay. So we just cut to Mallory and Molly, and they're by the um, the plane that went down. 
Eating and, people. Yep, we discovered they ate all the rest of the passengers. Yeah. Some of them, because it's they like, died, some they, not. They do a lot of, like, they're trying to be dark, but it just doesn't feel dark, mm-hmm. I guess. It's almost, like, too bubbly. Yeah. And it's Mallory, like, the ugly one, if I you guess, will, yeah. attacks Dolphin Boy immediately and mm-hmm. tries to... Do, the man Dolphin is called Dolphin Boy. Yeah. She tries to eat him. I like that Dolphin Boy does have the Canadian flag tattoo, though. Oh, I totally missed that. Yeah, oh, he has a maple leaf. That's what that is. I it's cool because, like, you know, in Canada, they get all these, like, uh Do they have Dolphin Boys in Canada? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have all these, like, uh, things where you can do certain... Uh, they give you, like, money to make oh, yeah, yeah. They, Canadian they subsidize culture. the So that's arts. probably why... How this got made, you know? They, Most likely. Probably oh, yeah. This reminds me... Do you guys, do you guys ever watch Metalocalypse? Oh, yeah, I yeah, love there's it. There's an episode where they go, they try to make an album at the Mariana's Trench, and a lot of this, I feel like, is influenced by that. Like, See, they were excited, and their boobs were really big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're under the sea right now. They went down to... Um, what is it called? The Kingdom of careful, the... Careful, that's copyrighted. Sea, sea Monkeys. <laughs> this is, it is. They, yeah, they went down to the, the Kingdom of the Sea Monkeys, and it's just violence everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just like a real... Inter- People are real... all... Like this bit coming up right here. Like, I... I <laughs> It's just them, they're, it, they're trying to be dark, but it just didn't work yeah. for me. You know, it's like, that fish is robbing the other fish, and he's like, oh my god, look at that, and then gets a picture taken with it. Yeah, and, and then he stabs, stabs the, the fucker. I'm gonna be honest, I was pretty, I was masturbating pretty heavily at this point, <laughs> and so I missed some of this. Ugh, ugh. They just shot, for no reason, just uh, like Tommy gunned the wall, yeah. and two fish get killed. They're just uh, fish. Though. Oh no, and then Mallory, uh... Oh yeah, this is, this sets up a really great joke, though. Mallory goes and starts drinking with uh, a fish that's in the gutter. Yeah, and Mallory, we kind of fuck off of thinking about her for a while, but it's so funny. That's the, like every episode. Yeah, but I know. Yeah. But in this one, there's a like she comes when she comes. Out, oh, now it's a. That's the yellow submarine. Yeah, yellow submarine. And then, uh, see again. I love this. Again. I love the animation jumps and how different it looks. And I don't understand why she drank a little bit of booze and she started hallucinating though. It works. Oh, that's because you're a good wild alcoholic and you don't get how booze works. <laughs> that's true. Else. Yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, know how it affects other pretty people. Pretty shoddy wiring in there over there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Reem is an electrician, by the yeah. way. Oh, I, <laughs> so he can pick up on that. Well, plus all, everything underwater. I mean, that's not going to be any helpful to anyone. So Dolphin Boy makes it very clear right away that he wants to fuck yeah. Beatrice. Oh, yeah, and she is, is so down. And she's horny. That's um, just, yeah. Oh, whoa. Yeah, he just whips out a bunch of cons. sex positive. You know, yeah. everybody's down to fuck. But, like, sometimes it's, a, it's like, for the, oh, whoa, this is great. Now, see, this whole thing, uh, Molly shows up with a bunch of shrimp that she found to eat. They're still very hungry. You yeah, have to yeah, remember yeah. that. They haven't eaten forever. And so then they just go on this, like, uh, this uh, uh, gluttonous rampage of eating all, all these shrimp. And drinking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah and drinking yeah. a bunch of malt liquor. Having some booze, you know, getting, getting lit. But, um... Oh, they did not. oh, gosh. Dolphin Boy's got blue balls up the ass. <laughs> I was a little afraid, like, yeah. That something was going to happen with Dolphin yeah. Boy. Yeah, because yeah. he's a dolphin. And oh, yeah, that's oh, right. Dolphins have a reputation. They are but, known. You know. uh, but, so, so, yeah, so what happens is they, the, 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 the government show up the cops. Their bellies all look like Dolphin Boys now. Well, yeah, they've been eating all these fucking people. Turns out the shrimp that they ate were, like, the leaders. That was the king, the kings. Yeah. And so that's, like... That reminds me very much of that Futurama episode with the poplars. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. very, it's, uh, I mean, who knows if, I'm not saying that they, they stole can't it. But they ripped them it off. It seems very similar to that. Um, and so. So, uh, so you're saying that you thought it, it reminded you a lot of the poplars episode. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me a lot of the poplar episode of Futurama where they were eating all those things that turns out were the babies of the, the planet. Mm-hmm. And like this, they actually, they ate the kings and, oh boy, she's so horny. <laughs> 
Also, do you notice that uh, they're in jail right now for for eating like the the royal family or the leaders or whatever? Yeah. And then it it turns Here's, out here comes what I think is the weirdest part in the whole show is the fact that the uh, king and queen are the sea monkeys in a pot of water, mm-hmm. but it's all taking place underwater. Yeah, that's right. And so they're they, in a pot of water underwater. So yeah. I didn't notice that at all. Yeah. That's like a thing. I love that about. Remember that show, uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. There's a there's this uh-uh. thing. <laughs> it's a cartoon, but they the oh this oh, is hold on this is what I love this is Patty Hearst reference yeah the rat when they bring back Mallory oh. that she went on this whole adventure and that this army is called the Slytherin Libertarian Army mm-hmm. that's what they call it like I think that's pretty funny um, and that she ended up in jail for like a whole other reason yeah for being I think a political act like, yeah I think that's so funny this person um, also so they all they all get sentenced to death and there's maybe the most disgusting joke in this entire yeah. show happens where Dolphin Boy gets really excited about fucking Beatrice's dead body. Mm-hmm. Well, you gotta fuck something, you know? <laughs> and there's... Yeah, look at that face, Dolphin Boy. Just oh, a shame. God. Seems so into it, too, which is... Ugh. Yeah. She's horny for that. And the stuff. kneecaps, too, right? Can we address... Oh, them? yeah, yeah. I they're, not, that. they're not good. Oh, wow, yeah. They're just... Not a fan. A little bit of 3D action right there. And now they rock out, and now this is when they play... Yeah, the another song. good song. What was the name of this episode? That's what this song's called. Uh, Except for the drums are kind of uh, bullshit. Not the not the sound of them, but the uh, yeah. the sinking animation. This song is called "Go Fish" and it's so good. Um, really, really pumped me up again. Like it's one of like the if there was more of this. That's I, uh, that's actually the sea monkey police coming to arrest yeah, us right yeah, now. Yeah. Sorry when you hear in the background. The, I I don't know. I still am on board with this. I think it's all right. I think that they. I think if they would have gotten uh, twelve episodes by the twelfth episode, this would be a real watchable good show. Mm-hmm. They would have figured out their episode. bullshit. Hmm? Oh yeah, this is like. I I wonder how they chose the ones that they yeah. decided to be the pilot. But I kind of like that because then you don't have to. I mean, if you're a like, let's say you're a lazy writer, and let's say they have who knows how many comic books they already had. They're like, well, fuck, we already have this world created. Let's just jump right in. Yeah. I kind of respect that, but also they were making other mistakes that. Uh, they needed to get rid of. I got to be honest. At this point in the episode, I kind of checked out. And I just yeah. wanted it to be over. There's a lot of good jokes. It's only that 22 happen. minutes long. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff that happens. This is the best at the end of this episode. Yeah, in the whole, whole two episodes, in my opinion, it and is kind of interesting. After what? Dolphin yeah, Boy what happens? King? They just so they they just killed ac- the accidentally the killed the sea monkey king queen, and then she ate him. Yeah, dumb Molly eats him. And then yeah, Molly eats him. It's weird because in the first... They're ep- checking the Constitution the, right now. They <laughs> look like Plankton, a bit of a ripoff of the Spongebob. Oh, Spongebob, yeah, Oh, that right. show Spongebob, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's a real, like, uh, disconnection of, like, the characters, like, who, what, who they are as characters. Because, like, in the first one, Molly's kind of, like, the sane one. And in this one, she's, like, also insane. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, like, straight guy and right. stuff like that. It's, like, that, Dude, it's always sunny. So things. dolphins do have nipples, though, right? <laughs> no, they don't. Mm. Not normally, no. no? They don't. Mm-mm. How do they milk? Yeah. Oh, they are. Oh, you know they're mammals. Uh, that's a very good point. I have nipples, Greg. <laughs> um, you know what? I I not. I'm I'm feigning. Patrick, did you do research on <laughs> dolphins? And I'm feigning over familiarity with the dolphin anatomy. Apparently. <laughs> oh, this is great. This is so. Oh, this made me yeah, laugh so hard. Shot. So Dolphin Boy becomes the the Constitution says that if the king and queen shall die, Dolphin Boy becomes in charge. So he gets in charge and gets full of power, and his first thing is he says, "Slaughter all my enemies," and the cat, the the, the head and police then, chief, and so they're all of the army turns on the police chief, 
And the police chief's last words were, tell my wife I never loved her. And I think that's so funny. <laughs> See, now this is cool. Wow. Oh, now they're doing a montage they of all, everybody. all yeah. the things that... that the firing squad? His, his new regime. Good. They're cutting heads off. Oh, boy, yeah. They just flush one, which is really silly. Uh, yeah, especially they have, to have a toilet downstairs. Oh, and then I like when they're all heads are on spikes. Mm-hmm. I do like that they he they combined a, a bunch of references to various like fascistic. I knew movies. this yeah. joke. I knew but where that had, joke was going. Yeah, I mean, so did I. So that wasn't good. But uh, that as a good yeah, shot. They funny. had like a you know like a Roman theme in there. They also had like like essentially like a Nazi theme yeah, in like there. A, so that was kind of cool that they did it that way. Yeah, it was really Old Rex Hackleberg. See, I like a lot of this stuff. Uh, I think it has a, a yeah, chance. Music music was great. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I definitely think that this is something that. I bet them not picking it up. I bet it was on the line because also, like, if it had especially so- the episode about fish. Well, I- if this had less sexual overtones, if they just made this G-rated, man, that's something that would have run a hundred episodes, and like my nephews would have loved it, you know. But since they decided to make it a little X-rated, it just kind of it, it takes away where you can put this show. I'm not. Yeah. En- I'm not entirely sure what. What network this was up for? I, I couldn't yeah, find that information. Some, but, probably some CBC. But yeah, bullshit. most likely one of CBC channels. Uh, but yeah, I I, I feel I did, and I think I enjoyed it when we were talking before the show. I I enjoyed it better more than you guys did. I was wondering if did I have? Why any do you other... keep assuming I didn't like it, Patrick? Oh, uh, because I think in the group message you said it was terrible. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> yeah, that was that was true. <laughs> uh, I was thinking if I had any other notes about the show. I, I covered most of what I wanted to say. Um. I got that part about U.S. Acres in there, so I did. There was a bad syphilis joke. Oh, I missed that one. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When she says syphilis, uh, how do you think syphilis, of that? Yeah, and she said, the, "Have you ever heard of the story of the Sisyphus?" And she's oh, like, "Isn't yeah, that I what I got?" That. Yeah, I think I had that last year. Yeah, I think I, yeah, I have that written right here. Look at that, Reem, right there. I think I had that last year. Um, God, I just love the Lauren Green line a lot. I thought that was that was my favorite thing of the first episode. Was, was so oh yeah, and then this joke: "I'm too young to die." I never got to try smoked salmon. <laughs> that's funny. That just sounds, that's a blowjob joke, right? I don't was that know. in the underwater is it a Canadian episode? thing? No, it was from the first one. Oh, then no, it's not. But if it was in the second one, that would be a blowjob. I stopped joke. taking notes after like a little bit. Uh, oh, one thing you could definitely tell with that show was uh, that a man wrote it. Uh, you know what I mean? Like it's not a uh, um, like I, I I had a hard time trying to figure out the, the like I kind of touched on this, but is it pro feminist? Or is it anti-woman? Is it both? Because, like, all the creators are dudes, and so you're just kind of like, I, I don't know. The sexualization felt very yeah. awkward to me. So that probably would have made it good for Adult Swim, then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. True. They would love that shit. <laughs> right yeah. up their alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should try it. Just, just submit it again now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, but it wasn't too bad. Yeah. yeah. Overall, I, was, I, I really, really disliked Can it. I... But I, I do feel like you guys have brought up some things that make me appreciate it a little more. They and the animation styles were great. Oh yeah, I really that's um that really did it for me. They all kind of look like uh Didi from uh Dexter's. Uh, yeah, I kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought about that too. I thought that uh Dexter had a definitely had an influence on it. Uh do you think uh, um Now, I I was th- this might be a th- good thing for the show. Uh you know, uh, namesake of the show, pi- uh, pilot inspector Lee, Jason Lee's son. What do you think he would have thought of this show? <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, I don't know how in line with the norms of Scientology this You're is. You're right. That so. is 100%. Yeah. It's, I think uh, a how lot old do you think that kid is? I think it's it, it probably like 12, 13 now. Yeah, probably, right? I'm sure their oven works great. Mm-hmm. I bet he'd love all that boob action. <laughs> That's true. He'd be wag, oven, whacking his knob probably. off, thinking about, thinking about Z- Zinu. What's the guy's name? 
Um, oh man, yeah, I couldn't Zena, say you're, none you're of this. Correct. Isn't that all like slander? Don't they sue? Ooh, oh, John, your podcast so. getting fucked. <laughs> I'm screwed. Hi, I'm Brandon Ream. Thanks for <laughs> listening to my thoughts on. Scientology. I'm John Bellasini, and I didn't say anything about yeah. Scientology. Yeah, have any problems? Please tweet at me at silly Gideon. That's at S I L L Y G I D E O N. I think it's stupid. <laughs> Scientology, uh, braver man dumb. than me. Trump's dumb. Islam. Whoa! <laughs> Here we go. He didn't say what he thought about Islam. He stopped there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to know a guy named Israel Dell. That do anything for anybody? Mm, not really. He used to write a zine. Okay. Oh, I thought he used to work with a farmer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're we're about to be, we're going to start the Simpsons pilot in a moment, mm-hmm. and I actually watched this live. Oh, when, when it, it was first brand new? Aired. Yeah, yeah, it came out on December 17th, 1989. And Ooh, two days after my fourth birthday. I'm, no, sure, third I'm birthday. sure I did, but I can't remember. I was nine years old, nope. and I remember, I I very, very clearly remember watching this in the like the back bedroom uh, that yeah. we had at my house. I need to correct, I'm sorry. It was black and white fifth. TV? No, it was color. Was, you know, back bedroom. You yeah. Know. Oh, yeah, no, that's true. It was, it was down. the knob. You got to have the VHF, UHF. The kids, so. Uh, I, it was two days after my fifth birthday. I apologize. Um, I don't remember if I watched this one live, but I did watch Tracy Ullman show. Yeah, and so, so that's I. something we yeah. should definitely talk about is how. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They, this is a Simpsons pilot, but they kind of already got a backdoor pilot with the whatever 15 and, or however many shorts they got to do on Tracy Ullman show. Actually, yeah. technically, this is not the pilot. This was slated to be the eighth episode. Oh. But they, they aired it first. Because it was Christmassy time, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I'm glad you said it. I guess the schedule must have gotten thrown off, and most likely they were supposed to start, you know, when the fall shows yeah. start. But. Here's a very weird thing, uh, whenever you're ready, but. There's no the oh, no. Simpsons. Yeah, you're right. No couch game. Do you think that is on purpose or? I do probably because it's the holiday episode. Sure, it's but don't they? But they still on normal. That's the thing that they haven't gone back to. I think they've always done it some sort of a a, a, a beginning. You know? Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. So I'm wondering if maybe just because now we're watching it like on you know in the future, I'm wondering if when it aired was there one? If it had one, I don't. Or, I don't remember if it because I have it on DVD. I don't think so. But I didn't watch it on DVD last night, so I don't uh, know what the DVD had. Uh. I watched it, and I'm assuming the DVD has the same auto audio commentary. Yeah. And I watched the commentary. Did, version, during the commentary, did they say mention it? I would think they would have mentioned something sure. because on the second episode uh, of the commentary, uh, second episode, Bart's a genius. Right. They, they pretty much talk exclusively about the opening, the opening credit. Yeah. Okay, so that makes me think it's not there. And there was so a I'm, there was a thing that I I a segment that I'm going to introduce eventually, and but if you have anything about that, please throw it in. It doesn't work very well with the episodes I chose today, but I want to do something called "Hey, it's that guy," mm. where when somebody shows up in one of these shows and you know him from something else. Oh yeah! Oh, like, like Coach Carr and Nico Case. Exactly. Last one. Yeah. yeah, sure. Uh, because this is The Simpsons, and we know all the Simpsons characters yeah. at this point. That uh, well, it's that guy from Spinal Tap. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's a dog walker from Mad About You. <laughs> oh yeah! Hell yeah! Nat. Hey, that guy was in Birdcage. All right. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, I don't know if Hank Azaria shows up in this one or not. Uh, I don't think he does, but all, there are a lot of fun things. I have to say, I haven't watched... I don't. Wa- I have it on DVD, but I don't watch season one a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, just because the... It's not as it's, good. It's not, it's not that it's not as good. I think it, it, after watching this, I especially think it's good. This is a good, this is a good episode. But, this is a really good episode, yeah. Uh, I don't like... My, I like My Simpsons being uh, interchangeable, where if I watch an episode from season four or if I watch yeah. an episode from season 20, they can fit back to back. Mm-hmm. And the, the tone of these earlier, even, even though I think it's very it's too funny, real. it's different. Yes. It's very Plus real. They're, uh, they're broke. Yeah. Yep. 
There's a really funny. I don't hear about money problems all the time. Yeah, the stuff about Get like the gags. The stuff about like where a character's voice is different, or like how Smithers is like black for a while, or Millhouse has black hair. Yeah, yeah, I don't that kind of stuff. I don't give a shit about. Um, the one, there's one in here that that I think is interesting, and that's the introduction of Ralph. Yeah, yeah, Ralph has a different voice. He has a different voice, and he's smart. Mm-hmm, yeah. So we're um, we're gonna start the episode, and then we'll yeah, yeah. work all this. When we stuff get to in. there, yeah, it'll be great. Yeah. Uh, and there's a. And Martin and Bart have a bigger rivalry than mm-hmm. I mean. That's... And Lisa is m- way more like Lisa of the Tracy Ullman show, where she's like kind of like an anarchist and mm-hmm. like a nutso, as opposed to and still quite a bit of a kid because she's still into the yeah. tiny little elves. Yeah, and wants a pony. Wants a pony. Yeah. And this is funny that they talk about is like Homer's like, oh, sorry, Frank. Yeah. Oh, Steve. When they didn't have like established neighbors. Yeah, naming yeah. people who. Yeah, so it's just like random never show names up again. instead mm-hmm. of. Uh, I do love the I love the these characters like uh, Principal Skinner. Uh, I like the Flanders. I like that there are these divine characters that right off the bat they're like, "Well, we figured it out," and now twenty five years later, we're still going to be doing that. Yeah, I think well, it maybe all- not so much on Flanders because he's. I mean, he's a little different, but I mean, it's, he looks the same. He sounds outside the same. of the fact that he's like the foil to Homer mm-hmm. on success. They got that part of Flanders yeah. down, but, but they, it's definitely they don't touch on any of the like religion stuff. Yeah. The one thing that actually throws in the face of what I was trying to say, even though I still stand by my uh, previous comments, is and that here's Ralph and he's smart. <laughs> uh, he's capable. Hold on, when, and his nose is different. When fucking when Ralph turns around and uh, okay, like right right uh, right here when he turns around, that the way everybody reacts. <gasps> yeah, I know. It's like what is just a like what are they reacting to? Ugh. The music teacher is is basically the same. Yeah. Also, Lisa is she's never been skilled. Yeah. She's jug. She's currently juggling. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, she was good at hockey. (laughs) That's right. Uh, A hell of a sax player. Uh, But like in in terms of athletic things, like for like the football episode they have later, you know, she, she is completely incompetent. Also, she's wearing, I don't know, is her pussy showing there? Okay, we don't have to get into that. Uh, it's a bodysuit. Is it a bodysuit? Yep. Okay, they, that makes me happy. They uh, covered that on the audio commentary. Okay, good, because otherwise you just see her pussy. She was yeah. juggling This is our audio torches. commentary on the audio commentary. In the, in the front, is that Sherry and Terry Never liked any of the kids that don't have eyeballs from The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. Just, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't. The twins are in the front, so I like that they were like, well, we, we'll kind of reference these characters later. Maybe like we'll the, give them more, you know. The kid next to Bart has no eyeballs. Yeah. yeah. Fuck he's, him. He's just got dimples on a. He actually kind of looks like a Charlie Brown skin. character. Yeah, yeah, totally. She has no nose. Up I like yeah, you're right. She doesn't. What's the woman behind that? Marge Everybody in the audience does not nose. have a nose. I like that I'm kind of curious. Uh, I'm going to watch every Simpsons episode tonight. See if anybody else. <laughs> every episode nose. tonight? Oh, boy. <laughs> you're going to have a big night. They've been, they've been running that. the. Every since ever, the, yeah, the marathon right now. They're only at like episode four hundred fifty. <laughs> it's oh, been going wow. on for over a week. Flames are like, I don't know how those uh, stockings are not catching on fire. That, I was thinking the same thing when I, I rewatched I'm, this today. I love. There's a lot of really. We're we're in the house now. And yeah. They're they're getting ready for Christmas. Decorating. The kids are kids are writing writing their letters to Santa and Marge the family thing. Yeah, she's doing the family Christmas they're, letters. They're narrating. Uh, there's a lot of really. This is where it, like there's a lot of grounded stuff that happens that doesn't Especially happen. Especially the Simpsons kids after on this. the uh, while they're writing their lists. <sighs> yes, they're on the ground, Reem. Uh, <laughs> but like that, like I love him yelling it took me at a minute, her. Sorry, him yelling at her, being like, "Are you done with that letter?" It's like, also, whoa, settle down. Homer's for no Christmas reason. lights are grounded. Yeah, uh, that's code. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> Once again, Reem is an electron. Uh, he's an electur. He's it's his fault. Uh, <laughs> But, he's part of the electrical college. There's a thing he does the, when when Patty or Selma, whoever calls, 
that I love. I love the reaction of him being like, hello, and her, yeah. is Marge there? Like, I think that's so funny and just immediately sets up their re- dynamic, you know, like, Reem, we have a dynamic, but it sets up their dynamic as well, you know? Mm-hmm. And how. And the way that while she's on the phone with Pay, it's still coming up, but when she's on the phone with uh, Patty or Selma, uh, uh, Homer's doing this, like, mime shit in the background that's really funny. Like, he mimes gagging himself yeah. and stuff. It's really good. That I feel like the fact that this was the eighth episode, mm-hmm. or it was originally intended to be eighth, helped them a lot because I think they I'm, worked out some of those kinks in the first. You know, it seven. is weird that they don't have uh, the layout for the house figured out. Yet, oh yeah, either oh, that's right. too. So everything like jumps around and it's not correct. But that happens. Like, oh yeah, this like is the, the floor plan. Yeah, later on they would use that to to suit their their needs. But yeah, sometimes they, there's an entryway, sometimes there's not. There is a there is. Brandon's right. There's a standard one that they they settle yeah. on after a while. And but they then, have a picture of Grandpa behind the couch mm-hmm. instead, instead of, of a, the, the sailboat. sailboat. Like right it's there, a sooner Homer does the like he's gagging himself while she's on the phone. That's such a subtle joke that you wouldn't see in the show even two years after this. Even though it's still great afterwards. This always breaks my heart. Like oh the, yeah, not, this not made him me falling. so sad the other night it's, when I, it's I dark it. and even the the sound. There's like the the audio mix. It's uh, right Ho- here. Homer is putting up the Christmas lights, and then they, they he's that, really proud. Yeah. They turn it on, and only a couple of them work, and they're and then blinking. One of them pops and goes out, and it's just that's heartbreaking to me. And then they go over to Flanders, and yeah. Flanders has this incredible setup. Probably then he's and, got he's celebrating Santa that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah and know? it says Merry Xmas instead yeah. of Christmas, and Flanders would definitely want to keep the Christ and Christmas. Yeah, it, it's absolutely a. A choice that they had, you know, hadn't made yet to make him super religious. Hey, can we take that again? I said Christmas. I wanted to say Christmas. Could you yeah, just drop that? Do in you want clear? to start over the entire yeah. podcast? Yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening to Tolstoy Made Shoes. I'm your host, Patrick. Okay, <laughs> come on, joke for real. That's an inside joke. Uh, sadly, an inside joke. <laughs> well, Tried really hard to make it an outside joke. You know what I mean? One uh-huh. thing that I thought was cool about this episode, and I don't think that they do it like in, in except when they have guests on you know who are musicians they play traditional christmas songs throughout I thought oh it, yeah that's i thought really it was cool. weird was really that cool. marge pulled money out of her hair oh yeah because it was. as much as they want to make these episodes grounded yeah the idea that she's had a giant jar of cash yeah well see that's Inside a fun, Buffon, yeah that's a fun surreal joke that you could get away with once in an episode if that's the world they're trying to create that's a you're like oh what the fuck that's crazy but in that last show we watched it was like Every time they tried to make it a grounded episode, then they would throw us something crazy surreal, yeah. and so it never found its feet. Are there supposed to be that much ice at the top of the? Uh... Oh no! <laughs> On top of the cooling tanks. Well, Probably he's not. this ha- uh, safety inspector, so or not yet. It's not a cooling oh, tank, no. but I don't know anything he's about a, nuclear he's power. Just a grunt in Sector Seven G. Yeah, he's got to like do that whole episode with right. the fish sticks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Establishing love... that Homer likes donuts early on. Yeah. Uh, Establishing it, that he likes to take the same bite over and over. Yeah, that's also true. I love these guys. How they never just, get smaller. Yeah, you get you take one bite of a donut and then just keep going back and not getting more donut. Mr. Burns' office looks very, way different. It doesn't look evil enough. No, but it it looks like a you he like looks, a real office. He looks like um what's his name from Mary Tyler Moore the the swore turkeys Ed? could fly. You know what I'm talking about the guy yeah. from Mary Tyler yeah. Moore the editor guy. It looks like just a boss's office. Oh, not they call like him Ed for editor. It's not Ed. It's not. It's Bart just got caught oh. most of the way into his tattoo. He was going to get a Mothra tattoo. That he got just because he told the guy he was 21. Lou Grant. His name was Lou Grant on Mary Tyler oh, okay. Moore. Okay, I didn't watch it very much. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's just me fighting with my brain. I took him for Lou Granted. 
Okay. <laughs> it was all worth it now. Uh, yeah, this I love the idea of him getting that tattoo, and then they're being like, oh, we'll just laser it off. Was that a thing you could just do? Yeah, in, it was in the mall in, right in next door to it. In 89, I didn't think so. Yeah. And it would be funny if on the remainder of the show, constantly, he's Bart's just like, so he's got a scar. It's like, what is yeah, that right. scar? Oh, <laughs> oh had, remember that? Yeah. Oh, I had a tattoo removed in the 80s. It was really <laughs> shitty. This was the Classic only bit. full-length Simpsons episode that aired in the 80s. Oh, yeah? Yep. Oh, that would make sense, Because it came out yeah. December 17th. Um, we got a lot of background noise on the podcast today. Sorry about that. <laughs> but, you know, we don't all have studios in, in New York City. So Reem's cracking his knuckles over there. That's what you hear. Oh, that was me. I just did that. That was me. Oh, no, I was joking, pretending like the sound of the moving was oh, yeah, cause, uh, Reem cracking his They're knuckles. moving garbage outside. But That was me. More importantly, all the money is gone yeah. for the Christmas fund. And, and Homer did not get a Christmas bonus this year. Yeah, it's so it's a bit like we've t- said this a lot, but this is very real. Like, yeah, it is. This is more like Look at those fingers. This fits in a world where Roseanne was on TV, you know, like where it, like it was like a that late 80s, early 90s. Nobody has money. We're going to show actual Roseanne's struggle. people, even like uh, uh, Married with Children, which was like yeah. uh, over the top. But that was just normal people that had no money. That's where this was fitting. Whereas a couple years later, like money doesn't ever really become an option. You yeah, know? it's whatever like, the whatever fits the storyline. Exactly, which I love, do. and I'm glad the Simpsons evolved into that. Um, but this wa- watching this episode makes me really want to go back and watch everything from season one again. Well, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you become an astronaut, you can't really ask people for money. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. True. Yeah, that's the thing that like in every episode, somebody should be like, "Did you go to fucking space <laughs> once?" I love Homer's hair, chest hair. Don't you still own a professional football team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Denver Broncos. Yeah. Oh, golly. It's such a good show. Y'all ever seen The Simpsons? You guys should (laughs) check it out. It's a pretty rare one. I don't know. I I wanted to do some deep cuts for the first episode. Um, One thing I like, too, is that they kind of like, as opposed to the living room, which is kind of different, they did kind of figure out the bedroom. Like, some of the design is different, but like... They always shoot it the from fo- the same, same angle. Same photos. Because mm-hmm. the photos change, like, not only, like, inter-episode. Like, yeah. there's, uh, you can see a couple different times where they just throw weird photos. Like, they're almost trying to do photo gags yeah, on the yeah, wall. Yeah. Why didn't he go somewhere. for that huge thing of ashtrays that Probably he could purchase? Probably too expensive. Yeah. It's weird. No, everything in the store is under five bucks. I wonder if they and cut... He- Make some really interesting Five choices. bucks in 1989. Yeah. He gets he gets Bart and Marge a thing, and then he says, good, all that's left is Maggie. But we never see him get Lisa a thing, and I'm wondering, do you think they cut something? Oh, or right. do you think they just wrote around it? And I didn't actually it? notice that. Yeah, it's it was just a silly thing to me. I'm like, well, what's he getting Lisa? Um, see, I he kinda, runs into Flanders. Flanders has a million presents that just reinforces the, the yeah. sadness that's Flan- happening right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, Flanders will get his eventually. Mm-hmm. You know? That left-handed <laughs> piece of shit. Um, he believes in Jesus, and poof. so I, I would love if somebody came up to him during this episode and said, "Never go to the racetrack." Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, like, uh, yeah. I like a Moe's. Here's got a the, weird looking Moe. Yeah, yeah. But I love Moe's. Moe's always been one of my favorite Simpsons characters, though. So I love that he. He's got a pink apron. Is on. so That's weird. He's in this episode. I watched an episode recently, a, like a later episode, where somebody orders a bottle, like they order a whiskey or something. And he just goes, oh, sorry. All of this is just Whoa. painted on. And classic uh, uh, saloon doors. Mm. Oh, that's right. When, when Barney, Barney came walking in, blonde hair. I Barney. think from the outside they weren't saloon doors, though. Oh, that's funny. Well, maybe they have, like, a little entryway. Yeah, they yeah. could. You so know. now Homer... This is a really great joke. When Homer's like, he's like, do you like children? And he's like, all the time? Like, even when they're nuts? <laughs> like, that's, that's like a silly w- way to say that. 
I Even kinda, when they're nuts? This, I kind of like this guy. The teacher? Yeah. Yeah, he should have never come ever back. seen He's again. a psychologist, isn't he? I just I like, think he shows No, up no, as, that's That's not, uh, not, Leon. I'm not thinking of Marvin Monroe. Oh, but, no, Marvin Monroe, yeah. No, I feel oh, like he was Bart's another. I think he, he was another psychologist. Oh, maybe. Cause he, he I just doesn't, like how important he's taking this. Oh, shit yeah, absolutely. You know, he's got the leg up on a chair and the hand in the pocket and. He's doing a they very... got Christmas circled on the calendar. Oh, that's, there, I didn't know. Just to let either. everybody know. So Homer's becoming a Santa. He's probably yeah. a mall Santa right I'm all now. Because Barney's like, "Oh, you make so much money. Go do it." Yeah, it's funny how he's like almost going to attack. The idea is that he would attack a child that's on his lap. So like we've seen, obviously you've seen him beat Bart and Lisa a bunch, but like also he'll just go after strangers' kids. <laughs> like <laughs> he, that's his his inclination. You could hit kids back then. Yeah, right. in the late eighties. I mean, if it was a time where you could hit kids, you just do it. Might yeah. as well hit them. Might as well. It's like, well, right now we're allowed to, so let's do it. Let's... Yeah, uh, this bubble's gonna burst. Yeah, this I, kid hitting bubble. Introduction of Patty and Selma. Oh, unfortunately, I, hate... I, yeah. I I remember when I was a kid <laughs> loathing them because you're supposed to. I know, but it's it's weird that almost later that they kind of they become sympathetic characters at times. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because you're inclined to not ever like them. Um, uh, like I was saying, I was listening to the commentary and groaning was uh, like on the direction. Why are you groaning? Okay. Because <laughs> ah, you're making that joke. How expensive? Uh, that's very expensive for a Christmas tree, isn't it? $75 I feel in, like, yeah. in the late 80s? That's like $1,000 today. My wife uh, is shaking her head right now that apparently that's not expensive, but I felt in like 89, it seems like a lot of money for a Christmas tree. Uh, oh, I lo- my wife Amy is recording this, by the way, right now. I love this where... He goes because this seems like something my family would have done when I was a kid. Like I don't know, I don't know if we ever did this, but I know we always had a new crit. We always had a real tree. I'm just curious where the tree was at when the car drove off because there wasn't a tree on top. Was of the he dragging car. it? I think he was dragging it. Yeah, but it was Maybe while driving. Oh, you mean like it was like, connected he, to the yeah, back? Yeah, I think that was the joke. Uh. He just stole a tree. Yeah, but that seems like something. When I was a kid, my parents used to just go pull over next to cornfields. Like we didn't have corn planted that year. My dad would just pull over near cornfields and go out in the field and, like, steal a bunch of corn so we'd have, like, corn on the cob that night. Really? And I was like, that, so the tree thing, I'm like, that seems realistic. He just call it lending an ear. <laughs> also, why is this kid eating a donut? So Homer yeah. can? Yeah, so, so Homer, Homer can, can grab one. it. That's true. It's like... Also, I, I, Lewis and Milhouse are both wearing Santa outfits at the mall. Oh, yeah, that's super weird. Yeah. Is it supposed to be that's what their coats are, maybe? Like, they just have those No, kind of there's probably no. some B story we never got yeah, to find you're right, out about. Yeah, you're right. Because it is just or B like movie. His. Who knows? Oh, I, I fell asleep at that movie in London. Okay, I've traveled, guys. Classic oh, blue. I love the idea of Patrick you, of is him. very cosmopolitan. I like the mm-hmm. Bone Storm Christmas episode. Better. Me too. That one's great. I'm also very glamour and seventeen. <laughs> and sassy. And sassy. Uh, I like that it, it took then till Bart realized that's his dad. And where's the beard right now? Got ripped off. Yeah, yeah but, he pulled on. Mm, I don't know because it's hey, back right technically, now. Every Santa yeah, it is, beard it is, is a rip off. Back right now. Hmm? He's right. So technically, every Santa beer is a ripoff. Yeah. You know, because they're not the real Santa beard. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. I went the other yeah. way. But that's pretty good. See, that's what that's our thing. Once I realize why the joke's funny, I laugh. <laughs> that's, I don't yeah. always get why it's funny. I, I don't know. This I like, like how there's a uh, little cabin in the North Pole with a door that says Santa on it. Yeah. Because who else would go there? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm glad that's you... So the elves stay out. I'm really glad you picked this episode because I always I really love Christmassy shit and I love my birthday's during the is in December so like I'm always really into it and so watching this was like very not only because it's nostalgic for when I was young and still had you know like a future and hopes mm-hmm. and dreams and stuff 
But also, it's The Simpsons, which is something I love, and it's not something I watch all the time. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was like this was like a really good thing to watch I, right now. I like to randomly like uh, watch the Christmas episodes of stupid stuff yeah. on uh, Netflix. But do you do during that Christmas during Christmas time? I do that during too. Christmas time. Yeah. 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 So you watch like you get on the internet and be like, all right, so that's what the Saved by the Bell Christmas yes, episode is. I love it. You and go then, find news radio. The, yeah. yeah. The Full House one where they have to sleep at that airport. Oh, do you yeah. remember that? And Joey falls asleep on the. What do you call it? On the conveyor belt with the luggage. And so he goes outside and they can't find Joey. And then he comes and in and he's they, covered in snow. And you always have to go to the commercial with sad saxophone music. Uh, can we take that again? I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do that all month. I, yeah. um, Bart's getting inspired. This is when uh, Bart still loves Homer. Yeah. yeah. They have a good relationship in this episode. They do, which is really good to like see. He, yeah. Like a lot of the first, like what I guess the first two episodes... Because uh, Bart's a genius is the other one. Yeah. And, you know, that's a big, like, uh, I love you, Homer, when yeah. he's taking the bath with his dad, which is really weird. Yeah. You got to take a bath with somebody's <laughs> dad, though. <laughs> Might as well be your own. Oh, hey, it's T.J. Miller. Yeah. Uh, we're watching an ad right now. We're right. Between friends. It's a commercial, yeah. Uh-huh. He uh, uh, favorited a jackknife. Oh, I run a show called Jackknife Comedy. He favored uh-huh. one of our tweets yesterday. So oh, yeah. Good. Oh, that's good. I remember we, you did your open mic my first week I moved He here. did. Oh, that yeah. That was a good cool. week. Oh, yeah. Nick, Nick Vatterot and TJ yeah. were at the creek. That was really fun. Yeah. Uh, you know I what TJ stands for? No idea. Uh, me I do. I, I do know. Todd, I think it's Todd James, maybe. I think I heard it on a podcast once. All right. Well, he's a good interview. Anyways. Podcast talk. Uh, now we're back to the show. No, we're not. We have a more message we have to watch. All right. Well, oh, yes. I also run a show That's called a Old Bits, New Bits. Another dog. We're watching this on FXX right uh, now. Dogs yeah. run or a FX show now. called New Bits, Kibbles and Bits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's me laughing. Dogs you, laugh. You were talking, uh, Reem, you were talking about how you really like uh, do, watching the random episodes. I do that too. Every, every year, like yeah. the beginning of December, I'll just. Try, I watch them all over again. My favorite, I think, is probably the Justice League Christmas episode. Oh, that's great. It's so good. I, oof. Christmas time is just a wonderful... There's, do you guys know who Tony Thaxton is? He was the drummer of Motion City Soundtrack? Yeah. He has a podcast uh, that, for some reason, I can't think of the name of right now. But that's his show is that every day... He, every episode is it's Christmas time. Oh, really? But it doesn't matter if it's May or June. Stupid. And he no. has guests on, and they always talk about Christmassy shit. And it's so good. And that, that's what he does sometimes is he'll just break down... TV episodes of Christmas time, you know, mm-hmm. and when in the middle of May, you like I like that. I like Christmas, no, I think so great. I like that. Yeah, I actually want to open if I can ever afford to open a bar. One of the aspects of it is it's going to be Christmas themed. That's really cool. Around. I have there's a, a, I stole that because there's one in Austin. Oh, cool. That, but uh, <laughs> figured New York can have one too. Why not? I have a uh, uh, Christmas ornament that I'll give you guys. By the way, awesome. So this is, now they're at the dog track. And yep. when I was watching this first time, I was like, I think that this is the only time they ever went to the dog That's, track, but it's not. Because the oh, the Greyhounds episode, yeah, when Santa goes, Santa's little helper goes and fucks the other dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it happens at the dog track. Yeah, so there there were at least See my two. vest. Yeah, oh, that's a great one. I didn't mean to hit that. Uh, okay. is, but do they go to the dog track, or does Santa's little helper get, go missing and then they find? He's horny. He he chases her down. And he he's goes real, there and he yeah. bangs her. He's a real Beatrice, you know. What he I mean? runs because she's in a track and running. <laughs> he's a real Beatrice. And then he chases her down on the track, and then they start having sex in the middle of the. Yeah, and they're like thing. Santa's little helper keeps trying to jump over her, but he can't quite <laughs> yeah. make it. You can do it, boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. I like that Homer was also, like, not willing to take... Like, that he was like, yeah, I don't want to take my job. whirlwind. Like, that's, that's a level Isn't of... it weird they have a mistletoe above the uh, ticket booth? <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> Got 15 on uh, Rover, please. <laughs> <laughs> 
I wish uh, the ticket booth guy had showed up again in the show. This is wonderful here. Uh, Lisa's little speech that she gives Patty and Selma. Oh, yeah, about how uh, yeah. her father. Yeah, when they're That's talking shit like a shit taste about, of future Lisa. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's so... That, and it's also... Like, watch your cartoons, dear. That's also very much anarchist, crazy, feminist Lisa from the Tracy Ullman show. Um, like, this monologue is... Can you imagine... This monologue would seem weird in a show today. You know, like, in a cartoon today, this would be crazy. Pretty spot on, though. Yeah, it is. It's 100%. Um, it's, all, it's all those Harvard boys, huh? Yeah, those Harvard... Fucking dipshits writing on The Simpsons. What do we got? We got Sam. How you Cedar. like them apples? Oh, they're all dead. <laughs> Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien. Um, John Lovitz. I don't. John Larroquette. Let's just. Who else? Bill Odenkirk. I don't think. Bill. No. Yeah. Uh, Dave Odenkirk. Who's the other? Oh, Odenkirk? I thought it was Bill. No, Bill Bird. Bill. Bill and Bob. No, Dave and Bill Bob. Bird. Oh, Dave. But they're different though. They're not related. Well, Odenkirk oh. brother writes for The Simpsons. Yeah, but they're not brothers. One's Odenkirk and one's Oda Kirk. I, I prefer that reality. Where yeah, I, I yeah. like to believe that they're No, brothers. their names are slightly different. And I actually, I do think they are, because I, I think I read, when I was reading Mike Sachs' book. We can go to the tape. Maybe they I are, but a, I don't think so. I wrote a, you wrote, could be a, I read a William Shatner Kirk, or book that was an ode to Kirk. <laughs> there was a, in that last dumb cartoon we watched, there was a Shatner, the guy on the radio was doing a real William Shatner, even though it was supposed to be like a, uh, a War of the Worlds thing, but the guy was doing a Shatner accent. Uh, right. I wish they'd have gotten that blue dog. Yeah. Oh, they they also betray their you know their their Harvard smartness during this, and they name one of the dogs Dog of War. Oh, that's so like oh, let loose the dogs sorry. of war. So that, is, I enjoyed that. This is great. Where he's like, let's watch our dog cross the finish line, and then because I was watching this and I missed that joke, and I was just like, what is happening? Why are they just staring for a long time? And then I rewound it to see it again. Oh, they, and this is so sad. Up. Yeah, it is. When I used to work at the gas station in a small town in Iowa, you would see at the end of the night people would come in. Not like I'm not talking like homeless people. I'm talking like just people would just walk through the parking lot <laughs> and go through like look at every and look at lottery, lottery ticket on the ground. Yeah, I've yeah. seen people do that before yeah. too. They were they were looking for a winning. Yeah, winning it's like dog they're it's playing like their lottery night. is bullshit, man. Yeah, I won twenty two dollars yeah. a while ago. I won the lottery and then I got stoned to death. <laughs> I have a short story. I see. About I got it. you. I got you. Okay. <laughs> I've, it took me a minute, but I'm there. The lottery. Upton oh, Sinclair, here he comes. No, I don't Man, know. Shirley Jackson. Some of the, yeah, that's it. Some of the Santa Little Helper episodes made me cry. Oh, yeah. Day. Well, last night, literally, I'm watching this in bed. Uh, Stacy, my, my wonderful wife, Stacy, she's asleep behind me. Murphy is cuddled all over my oh. arm. And I'm watching this, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is when Santa Little Helper. When he has to learn how to... When he has to go to dog training school, mm-hmm. and She's oh mean man, to him? that one really oh. fucked with me. Yeah, and you know, and everybody talks to Santa's little helper. And it's like blah 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 yeah. blah blah blah. Sit, and then uh, when they do the thing where they, sits they put the chain cries. on him, and they oh. tighten the chain, and you hear that. Oh, oh man, tongue. that is not good. I like it better when he's having sex. Yeah, I want him to fuck, <laughs> and I want him to run off and play. Oh yeah, I want him to eat a eat a blanket. You know, but otherwise, if he's gone, you know, how are you going to get him back? The only way I can think of is to eat dog food until your tears taste like dog food, and then you cry until he comes back. <laughs> That's, you said that. Like, that's an excellent riff off the top of your head. Yeah. You, no. 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 That's not a riff. That's a that's a Homer bit. I know. Oh my the god. One, okay. The one when Bart gets the uh, credit card. I really thought you were just like, well, that's just the natural, obvious way to get and a dog. The episode ends. Everybody's happy. They have a new dog. Yeah. It's not over yet. Uh, the credits. There's is there some another... good post credit action going on oh, here there? with the Christmas Carol. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny that. Uh, Oh. Yeah, the whole thing was funny. You're right. Patrick. 
This is just our dude. No, at the beginning, when I was watching the audio commentary, you know, Bart's doing the uh, uh, alternate lyrics to Jingle yeah, Bells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Batman Smells. Right. And they get, uh, Matt Groening was talking about how it's funny that so many people, like kids now, have credited them for coming oh, for up coming with, with that. that. When it was just, uh, you a know, thing. a kid thing well, that's growing thing. up. I'm really interested in that kind of shit. Like, how? why did we all know that? How does that stuff get passed around? You yeah, know? that's a good yeah. point. Like, like jingle bl- be- blowing into a Nintendo cartridge? Okay, here's, here's the thing. Yeah. This is an interesting thing. I don't know uh, how I came up with that. When you say, uh, 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 okay, Jingle Bells, Batman. Oh, no, they're no. all singing. Uh, oh, yeah. What are they singing? And Maggie's riding Santa's Little Helper. They're doing uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and Bart is intermittently is he? adding in the, like a light bulb. Okay, cool. You know? What? Okay. When like you, strip poker. When you guys were a kid, you'll go down in history. What did you say? Uh, I, this is funny. There's a reason I used to love. Whoa. There it is. Strip poker. Uh, I, I actually thought that they were telling me that I would go down in his story, like Rudolph's. You'll so I thought it was being like very inclusive oh. as a dumb kid, you know? So apparently my mind worked you're, dumb. Yeah, you're narcissist. Even back then. You, so I thought, I liked Rudolph because I was like, I want to be involved. I love, this is, Stacy and I have been talking about this stuff lately, but I am curious, when you would sing it, like the way Bart was just singing it, and you would say like, all the reindeer like games. Like Monopoly. Like Monopoly. Okay, yep. what would you say at the end when you'll go down in history? Like, Gatilla the Hun. Is that what you guys said? I did, that can't at be least right. once, yeah. Really? No, well like, what was like the colloquialism where you came from? Oh. Oh. Uh. I don't know. I that's don't remember crazy. having one. Yeah, I think it's Attila the Hun. That would be, Attila the Hun. if it's Attila the Hun, that's very interesting. Because ours was Columbus. I think it might be Attila the Hun. Are you serious? Yeah. Ours was like Columbus, and that's the only way I ever heard it. Amy, did you have one? What, what was, was yours? It? George Washington. Like George Washington. That that's makes sense. So, that's so funny. Because Stacy, hers was like the Wright brothers. Hmm. Isn't that... They it, didn't go down in history. They went up. Well, the thing is, is that <laughs> they had to come down eventually. Stacy went to Wright Elementary School, which was named oh, after the Wright brothers. Oh. And so it's one of those things. I was just like, I told her, I was like, I bet if you asked a hundred people, ninety-five percent of them would say like Columbus because that's what I always I heard. No. Never heard that. And that, and it's one of those things where it's a hundred percent wrong. Everybody had something different. Attila the Hun's very funny and also very morbid because then you're a little kid, like, what's Attila the? Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> well, same thing with Columbus. Same thing with Columbus, but at least you don't get into that shit till later on, you know. Whatever, man. They're exposing kids. You imagine with the you... internet today, kids know about Columbus <laughs> right away. <laughs> like the Wright brothers, and they're like, who's the Wright brother? Oh, ones like John that grew up in Ohio. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, a lot man. of Columbus talk. That's I love that kind of stuff though. Like uh, 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 the well, why don't you marry it? That's I thought we were riffing. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to keep keeping not saying nothing, just let you live in it. <laughs> uh, ah. uh, I I am very I love all that kind of stuff. So one thing I wanted to talk about now that we we watched both the episodes and talked about them is obviously The Simpsons is incredibly. Incredibly successful. Like yeah, it's been a lot on of episodes. Since 1989, it's still on the air today. What is it about what they did as opposed to what they did on Angora sweaters? Aparna Nonchurla? Aparna <laughs> Nonchurla. Defined character. What the hell is that called again? Uh, Angora Napkin? Angora Napkin, yeah. What, Angora Napkin. What, what, did, what did Angora Napkin do wrong? Um, I don't think... It, I, I don't think you could... Um... I think it's if in terms of that question, I think it's a little hard to compare them in that respect because uh, the Simpsons was coming out at a very different time in a very different situation. Like you could compare that 
uh, Fangora uh, uh, or Angora napkin with like um, an Adult Swim show. Like you could compare it with like Sea Lab maybe, mm-hmm. and be like, what did they do right and wrong compared? Because they're doing that kind of a thing. But The Simpsons was filling a hole. There was no late, no, no primetime animated TV was, shows. Yeah. It was on a network that was brand new and fledgling that had just room for whatever. So, like, The Simpsons could have, could have been terrible its first two or three years, and Fox would have kept it going because a couple people were watching it. That's what they say about uh, Married to Children was that it was horrific the first two years. Oh, yeah, because but, it, it, was such a, it was such a low bar. Yeah, but it was so much better than, like, the other shitty shows they were putting out. Yeah. There's so many. If you go back and watch from the first season of Fox being a TV show, there are shows that are basically like plays. They look almost as bad as like the 60s uh, Doctor Who episodes where like you can see the you can see the rafters, you can see the sides of sets. Um, but the, the Married with Children just was doing it un- good enough to keep it going. And The Simpsons was like that too and it was cheap enough to keep it going. Um, the fact that it was extremely talented and had a really good voice and brain behind it is... I mean that just helps it way more. Yeah, it is a huge difference. I mean, there you pair, compare their writing staff to what I presume the writing yeah, staff yeah, yeah. Of the show was. Just one guy. But then also imagine if The Simpsons could have started with the production costs of that animated show. How mm-hmm. different it would have been. Like because back then, I mean, that's still The Simpsons. You had to send it to Korea and get it inked and all that kind of stuff. And you got a real writer yeah. staff. Whereas now, like I bet you they made that Angora napkin cartoon on their on their laptop, you know? Yeah, they probably did. And so, like, uh, the costs are just so much smaller, the show could have been so different. Right. No, that's a good point. Um, I, I guess that it would be better if, if we were comparing a, like, a network show that yeah. could get picked up instead of... But but comparing regardless, you can say what they did wrong and what they did right. And I think that what Angora and Apkin did wrong was they... Re- I, I understand that a tone is something a show's going to follow. Like, The Simpsons' tone is very different in year to year. But they had such a up and down tone in that one episode yeah. that that's not helping anyone. Yeah, they. Re- I mean, if you're going to be in a band, you should really have your tone figured out. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. important. Yeah. yeah, and your gain, uh, and your treble. Yeah, you're in trouble if you don't do that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, they. I'm all about that bass. Also, the the fact that they didn't. That was the Dolphin Boy. It, I think it bothered me the most that that they didn't establish the universe. Um, yeah. It, it not not even necessarily in terms of the the. Random, just, random plot is fine, but you know, eight minutes into a twenty-two minute episode, well, the naming the last yeah. person, the universe until Homer in space. Yeah. So another good point. Well, what what the what the uh, and by the way, coming establishing the universe, nobody even knows where Springfield is. So that show's been on for thirty years, and they ain't figured that shit out. Oh, by the no, way, it's it's in uh, Oregon. <clears throat> if you want to tweet at us later, and it is, it's been proven. Sorry for interrupting, but it's... Oh, no, it's okay. I was going to say, if you want to tweet at us later and tell us how many puns Reem did during this episode. Also, take a drink every time John says that the cartoon was made in Canada. There was a part of the beginning. Oh, I said it all the time. Drink of Molson. (laughs) Oh, yeah, have a a Molson. Yeah. That's a good Uh, idea. In fact, I'm going to... Oh, uh, I'm going to stop talking and let you guys talk for a moment. So, yeah. uh, So, Reem... I know this is going to be a hard question, but what did you enjoy better, The Simpsons or the Angora napkin? Uh, the Simpsons? Yeah, me too. Yeah, man. It was good. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to watch more of it. Of season one, especially, right? Yeah. Seems like it would be good. Actually, I always skip season one. I do too, but I think I'm going to I think I'm gonna go I back. Re- I, I'm going to rewatch them with commentary because I yeah, just started oh, watching. It's the best part. And it's such a damn rabbit hole, that uh, FXX 
with all when you have the app. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I just got out of it, but um, I like the D. I have a, a lot of the DVDs, and I like that I can just turn them on, hit the commentary button, yep. and they just play black back to back with the commentary. Um, I don't, does FX now it doesn't have commentary, right? Yeah, it's not, it is. It does. Oh, it yeah. does. I did the, not know that. Yeah, if you have it I, I, on, on our Simpsons World, on oh, the Simpsons awesome. World app, yeah. doing that. Uh, if uh, I wish that you could download the commentary as a podcast. Yeah, I oh, would man. listen to it because you know the episode. Yeah, enough. exactly. So like just to hear them talk about them, and also it's so good. Like the the six or seven years, however long it was, that Dana Gould was on there. Dana Gould's like a, yeah, good one of my Gould. favorites, but he's so goddamn funny. Because all of them, like a lot of the writers, are funny people, but they're not like performery people. Dana Gould is a performer too, so not only is he telling really interesting, cool stories from The Simpsons, but he's also being goddamn hilarious the whole time, mm-hmm. and that's that's really neat. I like that a lot. Oh, by the way, if you if you do want to count up the number of times I said Canadian TV show or the number of puns that Reem threw out during the episode, uh, you can tweet at a pilot inspector. A Pilot Inspector. A Pilot Inspector is the official mm-hmm. Twitter account of this podcast. Yeah, get we on board. never had a uh, Pilot Inspector for Amelia Earhart's body to see if she was dead because she disappeared. Because didn't find her. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Patrick is so angry right now. <laughs> no, I, I was going to start singing a song. And I, I want to... I want to... Compliment both of you for not laughing into the microphone like I've been doing this entire. Oh yeah, third episode. <laughs> it's hard. To, it's hard mic. to because it's really easy. Like this. The, uh, here, what what do you call this studio? Uh, uh, this is uh, John Bellincini's cave. Bellincini Land. Bellincini Land. Uh, Amy does not like that really, name. It's got a really good setup. Really nice. You know, we're in these nice booths. We're all three in different rooms, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, but the one problem is, is I mean, goddamn, if I just turn my head over here, it's a whole new world. But then if I'm right here, hey, all right, right calm down, down the pipe, Jasmine. Huh? <laughs> Jasmine, whole new world. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, unless actually, I'm going to ask for your final thoughts, but I, I want to bring on Amy very quickly because Amy has some additional information she wants to tell us that she learned during the course of this podcast, specifically dolphin facts. Ooh! So I'm going to pass the mic over to well, Amy. Dolphins have facts. <laughs> Do you guys remember that? I mean, I knew they were smart. Do you remember but... that song by Live Dolphins Boy? <laughs> Uh-uh. It was called. I Dolphins remember that Cry. song by uh, Hootie and the Blowfish had Dan Marino in the music video for I it. I always love you because the dolphins make me cry. Yeah. So please welcome okay. Amy. Hi. Um, okay, so real quick, uh, dolphins do have nipples. Uh, they nurse their babies, and they can shoot the milk out of their nipples so that it doesn't get lost in the water. Um, part of the reason why Angora Napkin kind of looks and feels like Ren and Stimpy is because Nick Cross, the lead animator, worked for John K. Uh, who's the creator of Ren and Stimpy. He worked for Spumco and, and uh, Nickelodeon as well. So he animated the adult Ren and Stimpy. Hold on. Does that make you like it more now? The anim- the, I mean, does that make that makes me respect it more now? The yeah. weird boob choices and stuff? Yeah. It makes me think that it's coming from an artistic background now yeah, instead of actually, just like, like a... If you, if, you look, yeah. if you look him up, Nick Cross has a very interesting, very long... Uh, he's a very... A successful animator. He's like hmm. he's uh, he's the art director for the Cartoon Network Shorts Department now. Whoa, Nick! If you need uh, anybody with a fun Midwestern voice, look at me. My name is Patrick Hasty. Speaking of, I've always uh, speaking of cartoon gay. shorts. At silly Ooh, cartoon shorts. I've always liked Bart's. Um, I couldn't find any information about the uh, Santa Claus teacher or manager guy, uh, but I believe he does just sort of morph morph into Dr. Marvin Monroe because they're both voiced by, by Harry Shearer. 
Uh, Bill and Bob Odenkirk are brothers. Whoa! And My mind is blown. Green is right. In an interview with the Smithsonian Magazine, Matt Greening said that Springfield was named after Springfield, Oregon. However, because, because, it's, where because it's where he's from, but he really, really liked the name after finding out that nope. it was so common that everyone was going to think it's theirs. That's not why that's true. It's true because... Uh, uh, this is called mansplaining, what you're doing right now. Right? You, <laughs> no, 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 no. There's, Thank you very much, Amy. Actually, uh... I mean, where I got it from was a YouTube video that goes through, <laughs> the, goes yeah. through the process of elimination. I have a problem using... with he-mansplaining. That's just me. I, I love Orca. But... Yeah? Sorry, Reem. No, it's all right. No, no, no this is interesting. Fine, I'm sorry. Please tell us Please why continue. the female was wrong because of the YouTube video you watched. <clears throat> She's going by facts off the internet. <laughs> so, so they, they 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 went through all the references and they cut down choices. Yeah, like you know, for a fa- like, there's one reference where it's like everything. It's automatic. Oh, because of the radio station that they use. It's got to be west of the Mississippi. It's going to be west of the Mississippi, and then they just use that type of stuff for only things on uh, seasons three through nine to whittle it down. And huh. then they eventually... Cities with the go- near gorge. And it's going to, yeah. Oregon would be near gorge. They did, uh, in, in Behind the Laughter, they called them a Northern Kentucky family. They did. And they also, there's also an ep- reference to the five corners. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that the, that Springfield's touches the five corners. Because they're satanic. And they named the four other states are like Connecticut, Nevada. <laughs> it's like four states that have nothing to do. Uh, that was great. Yeah. So, uh, do you... Blown away that Bob and Bill are yeah, Bill brothers. Bill and Bob are brothers. That's crazy, because I've, I've known of both of them for so long, and I've never known of them as the same, as, you know... I've never heard anybody mention them in the same it talking about never owed and incurred to you. Hmm? Yeah, but still, it's like, I mean, like... To reach hmm. that level? It's yeah. kind of like how, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, uh, the, the Higgins brothers. You think they're called Robert and William? Robert and William. You know that, uh, 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 no, this matters. Go ahead. I was going to tell it, Anna. Don't, don't mean that shit. Nothing matters. Dude. Tell your joke. Yeah. It was just going to be about how, uh, uh, the comedian Jimmy Pardo, who I really like, obviously, by yeah. every inflection of my voice. He's, he's on that ESPN mm-hmm. show. Pardo the Interruption? Yeah, that's him. <laughs> uh, when he was, when he was in, uh, before he ever started doing comedy, he used to work at a record store. And uh, Bob Odenkirk, before he ever, when he was like just starting open mics, used to go to his record store. And one day was like, "Hey, you're pretty funny, dude. You should go do comedy." And then now they're both like successful. Just like how crazy is that? If your comedy career started because some random dude was like, "Hey, you're kind of funny," and then that random dude becomes then, yeah, Saul, right? You know. Uh, also, there's Matt and Pat Oswalt too. Oh yeah, yeah. I like Matt, but Matt Oswalt is like, I mean, does he do? He I use... only, I think he's a writer. Yeah, he's I a writer. only know him from Twitter. Twitter really. Yeah. Um. I like him. He sometimes he has opinions yeah. that I really I disagree with, but a lot of times I do. He's a rabbit, right? Oswald, <laughs> rabbit. Oh, I don't get it, but that's cool. It's okay. Oh, <laughs> by the way, the guy that did the voice of Dolphin Boy also did voices on Arthur, so that's fun. So mm-hmm. I think Dolphin what, I, Boy what I'd like to do now is I want to get the meme. Oops. Yeah, the meme. That's right. The fist. <laughs> the clenched fist. Oh, Reem, do you have any uh, final thoughts on either of the episodes that you'd like to to talk about? Oh, uh, not not that I have like already thought about. Okay, or yeah, talked was... about. Um, they're all right. Uh, I would watch more of The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad they don't have 600 plus episodes of Angora Napkin. Oh boy, yeah. I agree with you on that. Would you have watched if Angora Napkin would have got picked up though and become a thing, and you heard about it? Would you watch it? I probably would have seen it a couple times. I don't think yeah. I would have been super into it i feel like it would have been one of the dozens of shows that i'm like i probably because like there's shows like invader zim i never watched 
but I'm sure I would have enjoyed it if I ever got into it. Amy loves uh, Invaders. Yeah, solid. So that's one like a lot that's of people. Pretty good. I just, but it's that's what I bet it would be like. It'd be like, oh yeah, I should watch that someday. Or it'd be something where like I would be sick and I would watch them all on Hulu in a day. Hey, did you guys like, oh, know that in the background of the Roku thing, there's Mary Poppins? Oh, that's weird. There's also a Hitler and Stalin. Down yeah, there. Well, that's this <laughs> yeah. channel. It's the cityscape. If you have Roku at home, uh, the cityscape background is on right now, and you can see Mary Poppins in the background. Stay playing. tuned for more Roku Hit- secrets. Hitler's eastern eastern front in the war was really uh, Stalin. <laughs> you know, that one hurt a little bit. <laughs> Not gonna lie, <laughs> because of the long Russian the winters. Long, exactly. You know, they- so the cars were Stalin too. <laughs> Uh, you know that so they, Pat, do you have any final thoughts on the episodes? Yeah, uh, Hitler told said that when he went to uh, where was it that he invaded first? Austria? If you ever get Poland. bored, when he went to Poland, he said he was just going to marry Pop in for a minute, but instead <laughs> he occupied. Um, you know what's fun is uh, to search on Twitter is at Patrick Hasty and Hitler. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. Every once in a while, Reem will just start retweeting those fuckers. We don't need that. Uh, my final thoughts are uh, Angora Napkin. Uh, I think it had its shot. I think that it the did. the boob, regardless if I respect the people and where they come from, uh, the boob action took me out of it. I mean, they're animated, yeah, but they're too animated. It's like when you remember those DOA video games, the fighting games they used to have. Like it was like a oh, where they, they did like the yeah. the beach volleyball one. Yeah, it was just like too yeah. much boob action, and then you're like, well, this is even if I'm not, oh. even if I'm not attracted to the, if it's not a sexual thing, it's just. It's off-putting. It's, it's weird. weird, yeah. And so that's they what I feel like. They fixed that with some DOA DLC. Dick sucking lips. No <laughs> downloadable <laughs> content. <laughs> Grow up, Patrick. <laughs> also, that's not how letters I know, work. I know, but I didn't listen enough. I just wanted to say dick sucking lips. Uh, but I thought it was fine. Uh, uh, I love The Simpsons. I'm really glad we watched it. Yeah. Uh, uh, I obviously, I mean, that not, not breaking any new ground uh, with being a fan of it, but I do think that was a good pilot. Uh, the biggest shock to me of it, because I, I knew the tone was different, I knew the some of the characters' voices would be different. Really surprised they didn't have an opening credits and couch gag. That's that's weird. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Are they? Um, the, when, when we wrote this episode, Mimi Pond. This mm-hmm. is the only episode she ever wrote. Oh. Huh. And she's primarily an artist, and I, I guess she. I, f- I forget which magazine she a, illustrated for. They had a pond in the first episode of uh, South Park, too. They did have a pond in the first episode of South Park. What? They had a pond. Oh, okay. In the first uh, I like on Doctor Who, uh, Amy Pond, right? Yeah. Or what's her name? Amy Pond, you're right. Yeah, and then their daughter. Do you remember her daughter? River? No. Well, yeah, but uh, Amelia? No, what's the, the Melody song. Really? River song, Melody... Pond. Oh yeah. Pond, okay. Yeah, and River Song is her daughter, and the names. Remember that? Do you guys remember when we all figured that out together? Just now. Actually. Oh, <laughs> River didn't. Song. There's a whole episode where they do it, where you realize that whew, made me cry, and then I have. What's your favorite since. River Song? Uh, Hungry Hearts or? Uh, mine's probably Rolling. The, mine's probably the river. Go with Rolling on the River. Mine's the River by Garth Brooks. Oh, I thought we were just. Talking. You know a dream is like a river. Always change. Can I get some more game? Springsteen's River is better. Oh, we, oh, man. Or, what, or Billy Joel's River this. of Dreams. We don't need to talk about that right now. Which is all, what's a better Springsteen's River or Garth Brooks' yeah. River? Fuck that. Garth Brooks is great. Garth Brooks' The River is a wonderful song. You don't even have more number one hits than George Strait. I'm not talking about number one hits. George Strait is terrible, by the way. Can we all... Ugh, you're just trying to get my goat. <laughs> 
I, I heard that he writes shits. He does write shits. George Strait is a bad singer, and I'm sick and tired of him getting all this goddamn credit over the years. Also, please, just nobody send me any messages about what Garth Brooks politics are. I'm sure they're just going to make me sad. I don't need it. <laughs> Travis Tritt broke my heart last I week. I don't know. A, a guy from Oklahoma. Yeah. I wonder what his politics are. Yeah, but he's I just rich. tweeted at him, here's a quarter, call someone he's who smart. cares. If Trish Yearwood is a goddamn Trump supporter, I am going to jump Patrick, off Patrick, they river. all are. Eh, maybe. They There's, all pretend to be. The secret Besides aim. the Dixie Chicks. Dixie Chicks. Yeah. Oh, golly. Dixie the, Chicks are fantastic. And oh, it's so golly. Dumb. The secret people, aim of this podcast was just to talk about the politics of oh country my God, stars. I would love it. Took I us a while to what. get there, but we finally did. Uh, Toby Keith even turned later on. He became he he started jumping into the liberal front. Well, yeah, he calls himself. He always says he's a Democrat, but yeah, he's, I guess he's well, a yeah, but that's like, he's a blue dog Democrat, so he can go either way. He's a, yeah, he thinks he, that's because I, I honestly think Toby Keith doesn't know anything about anything. Uh, he knows a dumb. lot about bars. I think he he loves them. Drunks. I think he should have been a cowboy. I'll loves those bars. <laughs> Learned to rope and ride. <laughs> I, I do like how he, he went into a solo cup career. You know, oh, ah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was uh, a well-read guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, all right. Well, uh, thanks so much, both of you guys, for having hey, for being you. here. Really enjoyed it. And thank you all for listening. And hopefully you'll tell other people about this. Uh, first, I will. This episode is going to be coming out the end of December, so do either of you have anything you want to plug? The end of December. Oh, boy. Well, the world's going to be ending in about 21 days. Uh, it's unfortunate, I'll, but yeah, probably around the twenty first. I yeah, haven't gotten the exact yeah. date yet that when, when it's going to come out. World, though. Uh, plenty I'll, more. I'll the West World's fine still. Ooh, I, I'll blog. I uh, my name is Patrick Hasty. I have a Twitter account at Patrick Hasty. Yep, and then I have a website called PatrickHasty.com. I run a show called Jackknife Comedy with my friend Gideon. It's the first Thursday of every month, so the next one is January fifth. Mm-hmm. Uh, go check that out. It's always a really fun time. Um. I'm going to be in Orlando in the middle of January, so if you guys are in Orlando and you like the sound of my jib, uh, go there and see me. It's the cut of your jib? It's the cut. Yeah, but we're on audio podcast, so it's like you got to hear it. Did you hear the sound of my jib? I'm just saying it's uh, it's a it's is that a your nau- plug? It's a nautical term. Is that your plug? No, my plug. Like jib, is, jib. Let's move on to. I'm going to plug <laughs> just Brandon's my, I got plugs a, now. I got a Twitter out there. It's uh, at Reamcore with a K. R e a m k o r e. Yeah, yeah. It's it's an old N sixty four handle, and it's that's just what I use. Okay, and then uh, nobody, literally nobody's arguing with you. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm I'm at John Billancini on Twitter, so you can follow me too. And also, please follow the show at a Pilot Inspector. I do another podcast called Please Stop Thinking of the Children. Yeah, and that one is at Stop Thinking Kid. Uh, please. All... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh. With all these podcasts you're doing, you should change your name to John Billacina because you they can't see you. That's a good point. Actually, my friend, I was telling some of my friends about this episode or this this pilot we were going to do, and they wanted me to call it John Bill and Seen It. Oh, oh. that's pretty good. And that should be a one where you just answer questions and seen it, and that game is seen it. That's a fun. <laughs> I had that for Xbox. Mm, good. I, there's a Marvel version over there in the corner that we have, I believe, unless we give it back to the oh, person it belonged to. I've seen it. I want to start a podcast where I just talk about a Homestar Runner shorts called Patrick Hastine hey Girl Squad. That's also a good idea for a podcast. So, uh, Amy, would you write that down? <laughs> We're never going to be on this if, again. If you're <laughs> if you're enjoying this podcast, uh, please subscribe. Uh, please rate and review on iTunes. Five stars. Give and it five stars. I think with Give these it six. with these guests, it deserves at least five stars, possibly ten. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, there's two people, so you got to five stars. Use different email accounts. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. Uh, tell your friends about it, and hopefully you liked it, and check out Please Stop Thinking of the Children as well. 
Thanks for listening, and we'll be back in two weeks. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Bye, guys. Well, there you have it. Uh, Pilot Inspector, a.k.a. Small Screen Casualties. I don't even know if this podcast is out there anymore. Uh, John did a talk maybe like 50, 60 episodes and ended it. We did another one, Reem and I, about a year later, uh, where we talked about uh, Freakazoid and some other random show. I don't remember. Uh, but it was good. It was fun. It was a great idea. I'd love it if he brought it back. I don't know if he, I don't know what John's plans are. Uh, we haven't talked during quarantine. Uh, we're not fighting. We just, you know, haven't interacted. I think he's off Twitter. And uh, it's hard to keep up when people get off Twitter. Uh, but anyways, uh, thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Also, I wanted to say, uh, I have a new comedy EP out. It's called uh, Probably Forever. It's very good. It's 10 minutes. Uh, oh, by the way, those were fireworks earlier, and that's the air conditioner that you hear right now kicking on. Uh, anyways, it's 10 minutes. It's very good. Uh, and you can go get it on, on jackknifecomedy.bandcamp.com and 100% of the proceeds go to Black Lives Matter. So if you go buy it, laugh, and yeah, that'll be great. Uh, anyways, thank you so much. Here's the outro. Oh, and if you're not in it ever, blah, 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 blah. Welcome to BrainMachineNetwork.com. Wow, that's pretty good. Hell yeah. I love this podcast.